Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, this week's edition of the Value Line Observer. Hi, everybody. We're the Value Guys. I'm Vern Value. And I'm Val Hughes. Get it. Uh, between the two of us, uh, something like 25-year Wall Street professionals who uh, get together every week just for fun and uh, talk well, about... times two. We each have 25 years. That's be that's, 50 years. That's 50 years. Then exactly. Why not? 50 we should years. be promoting Let's that. Let's be more that's clear about how many years it is. Um, and um, uh, every week we like to take a look at Value Line's top picks, and uh, we decided or that we'd bottom uh, picks as well. We decided we'd share that uh, we'd share that with you. Um, this week we're looking at the uh, Value Line Investment Survey from March third. Um, but before we do that, I you know let me ask you and offer to you to visit our fabulous website. It's not uh, that good. www.thevalueguys.com. <laughs> it's a lot of information there. Uh, where you can learn more about us and our secret identities and um, before we start we should warn you that uh, we very well may own any or none of the stocks that we're going to talk about today i own Um, all of them i just want to be clear and you know be forewarned this is uh we're doing this for fun this is uh this is our hobby to try and pick good stocks to buy and uh you know we will have carefully studied today's selections for oh cumulatively maybe as long as an hour I'm looking at these for the first time uh and uh basically restricted our research materials to uh to value line so we're not responsible for anything that might happen to you if you choose to follow any of our recommendations but uh we do try to give you some of our uh, wall street bread uh insight and this week leading off in the first insight position i can see him now uh, it's Val Hughes. Thank you very much. I'm very pleased to be here. Now, this week in Value Line, uh, they've done uh, more industries than usual because they've chosen to do several tiny industries uh, this week. So, uh, and I think uh, Vern's going to do uh, tire and rubber, four companies left. That's certainly a sign of what's been going on, isn't it? It's called consolidation. Uh, medical supplies, there's 4,000 companies, tire and rubber, once the foundation of our economy, four companies. So you're, t- you're saying there's a consolidation opportunity in medical supplies. Uh, well, that probably. Anyway, so uh, I am, I'm looking through some of these industries, and uh, the first one I sort of went, I went through all of them, let's face it, but uh, I was going through the precision instrument industry, and I was trying very hard to so- find something that was a good value, but uh, everything is extremely expensive. This so is technology for industry, right? Uh, well, yeah, and I think there's a lot of effective call options in here. You know, there's 10 companies all going for 20% market share. You know what I mean? And that's not going to work. One and will so, get 10, though. Well, right. So you've got to get the one out of the 10. Uh, I look for the 9 out of the 10 and hope that the one I get earns a little money. but Because uh, I can't pick the one out of the 10. But what came across my eye was a, a stock that's been around for a long time. And uh, it, it, it hasn't done well for a long time, but it's called Hutchinson Technologies, ticker uh, HTCH. Value line rates this a five. So, you know, be forewarned, they hate it, obviously. But uh, I'm looking at the price, 26 bucks. It's trading at a little PE premium, uh, 5% premium to the S&P, 20, uh, 19 and a half times. But what I'm drawn to is the high cash flow. Now, this company makes... Uh, they make suspension assemblies for hard disk drives, and they have a 60% world share. Now, that's a lot of technology, but I think when you have 60% share, it means it's probably a pretty stable technology, and uh, they've uh, managed to earn a, a decent share over time. They've well, been around a they very make long a lot time. Of money? Well, 
Uh, their returns are low. They're in the high single digits on uh, equity and on capital. They've huh. got 22% debt to capital, uh, so the balance sheet's pretty good, and their coverage is, uh, is very high. But what I'm drawn to here is they have uh, estimated nearly $5 a share in cash flow. Hmm. Stocks at 26, that's five times. Um, now, they also are going to spend about 10 bucks a share in CapEx this year. So that's in addition to the cash flow. So cash flow of 5 bucks, discretionary cap spending of 10 bucks. that's 15 bucks a share. The stock's at 26 Now, they're choosing to invest 10 of it in you know an attempt to maintain the technology but i think we have been going through a bit of a cycle here in technology and maybe we'll get to a point where this capex number which just a few years ago was two dollars a share can ramp down after we get past this cycle and uh... i think you've got a big potential here for five you got a potential here for a stock to move from I'd say mid-20s to, let's say, $40 a share, 50. Uh, or 50 just on a little bit of improvement and, uh, you know, doing something smart with Probably the cash. Probably a little flow. bit of luck, too. So I don't want to spend all day on that. I'd take a look at Hutchinson Technology. I'm a buyer of that. We'll just see how that one works out. Uh, I found nothing else in precision instrument industries that was even remotely attractive from a value point of view. So... Uh, Electric utilities, much like the banks last week, we just passed on. I know there's been some successes there. Well, you'll notice uh, Value Line passed on. Them yeah, they well. don't have a, not a single. They don't have a single there. recommendation yeah. there. But there's probably some good companies in there. But whatever, I, I, yawn. I, I, okay, I own so at least one of them. Uh, medical supplies. Now, in this industry, again, I'm looking for a good value. Uh, there's a lot of expensive stocks in here, obviously, because of something we love, which is themes such as uh, demographics, which you can rely on for a long time. This industry is loaded with demographics, obviously, and you'll have the wind at your back in terms of demand. Well, so, wait until they decide that uh, high-quality health care is a public right. Well, that's, you know, boom, baby boomers tend to get what they want at the, you know, at the voting booth, and... Uh, I notice that my schools are free, my roads are free, soon my internet will be free, at least in San Francisco and Philadelphia, so can uh, medical care be far behind, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm looking for something to own in this group though, okay? I'm drawn to a couple quick ideas, Baxter, BAX, Value Line has it rated four, uh, they trade at roughly a market multiple, but I'm drawn to 13 times cash flow, so that's roughly, let's say, an 8% yield. Plus, I'm going to get growth. With healthcare, you get population plus the demographic shift. So you could see 5% growth. They don't make anything fancy. It's a lot of supplies. They have uh, drug delivery systems, anesthesia products. That's 43% of sales, according to Value Line. Uh, bioscience products, a lot of different things there. Drugs, vaccines. It's 20, a supermarket. A little bit, but 20% of their business is based on dialysis. Uh, they got into trouble a few years ago when uh, some, uh, some, some technology failed them, and so I think some people died. But uh, in any case, it's very stable. Uh, their balance sheet's not great, 58% debt, but it's very stable business, so it's 16 times coverage, nothing to worry about. Returns are okay. Uh, return on capital, solidly in the mid-teens. Return on equity with a little leverage here, low 20s. And, you know, it's at a market multiple. I think that's a put-away stock. Don't expect heroics. It's just going to kind of do fine for you. And, you know, my target on this one might be just own it a long time. It could move to 50 over two or three years, I'm sure. Uh, Becton Dickinson, ticker BDX, is, looks just like Baxter, basically. Very stable. Their uh, product line is a mix of a lot of different things. That's quite a chart. 
Uh, it's a long-term stable uptrend. Um, three segments, uh, medical devices and diagnostics, about a third of the business. And then they have a collection and transport business of diagnostic specimens, you know, all things that are going to benefit from uh, demographics. Their, uh, their businesses are all growing pretty rapidly right now. That's the interesting thing here is they've got three solid businesses, uh, good teens-type growth. You get it for just a bit of a premium to the market, 13 times cash flow. Uh, operating margins are moving higher in here. They've got some new management cutting and some expenses, efficiency moving up, estimates moving up. Uh, book value here is projected to grow at 12% over the next 5 to 10 years by value line. So uh, this could be a 15% you know, return over time, very stable, nothing to worry about. You put that away. Now, I'm drawn to something very interesting. As a value guy, I'm looking for good values, obviously. Uh, I'm drawn to Kinetic Concepts, ticker KCI. I've never heard of this in my life. I'm paging through value line like you are. Uh, the stock is... Uh, on the NYSE. Sounds like exercise videos. I don't know exactly what it is, uh, where the name came from, came from, but it's 15 times earnings. It's about a 30, 25% discount to the S&P. On a cash flow basis, it's less than 10 times cash flow right now. Uh, the balance sheet is not in great shape. That's the weak part of the story. 69% debt to capital, um, you know, four and a half times coverage. That's the bad news. The good news is that earnings here have been very stable. Operating margins in the low 20s moving in a very stable fashion toward 30%. Uh, that leaves you with a 14 15% not profit margin. That's very strong. And yet this thing sells at a big discount. Well, why does it? Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, they have a... Well, first let me tell you what they do. Uh, they sell uh, something called... Uh, vacuum-assisted closures, which promote wound healing via negative pressure. They appear to have a very high share of this, and there's a, a court battle going on right now about patents that they own in terms of distribution in the United States. They've successfully battled these patents before, so speculation is that they won't this time. They will. Who knows? I have no idea. But right now their operating margins are 30%. If competition comes in and drives them to half of that, you still have a company that's then trading at 15 to 18 times cash flow. Right now it's nine times. Listen to some of these growth rates. Domestically last year they grew 28%. This is new technology, just, uh, you know, the stock's down on this lawsuit. 28% um, domestically, they grew 48% internationally. Uh, internationally. The economics behind this are that this particular type of wound healing approach is uh, saves uh, time in the hospital, it gets people back to work sooner, and there's a strong econo economic argument that every patient of this particular product could save $1,000 to to $30,000 for the healthcare insurance company. This, is, this industry now is all about saving money and economics for the insurers, and it looks like this company has a good model, but it's... Uh, you know, it's a new company. The stock hasn't done well. I think it's just nobody's... Value Line doesn't even have it rated, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. It's got no rating. And yet, uh, everything looks wonderful here except this lawsuit, which is coming up on uh, May 31st. I think it's going to, you know, be a, 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 a no issue. If they win or lose, this thing's cheap either way. If they win, it's extremely cheap, and it's, a, it, it's, a, it's an easy one. Finally, uh, I just want to comment on uh, a couple of... Uh, Expensive stocks here, that's kind of something I've come to do here. Uh, the first one is Value Line Hates as well. 
Analogic Corp. I have no idea what they do. They design and produce advanced data conversion and computer-based signal processing instruments. It's 48 times earnings. It's uh, 15 times cash flow. Returns are in the low single digits. And, uh, you know, the upside here is that there's a product that hasn't been released that might do well that someone might buy. But Value Line does have it rated four. I want to contrast it with another company, uh, also begins with an A, called uh, Arthocare, Arthrocare. And I know nothing about this either. But this one trades at 40. Value Line has this one rated a one. It trades at 41 times earnings. It's less than 48 times. Yeah, but their cash flow is a buck 90 a, sh a share, so it trades at, you know, 20 times cash over flow. 20 times cash flow. Book value's been going down as they've done dilutive acquisitions. Returns are up because of these dilutive acquisitions. And uh, it looks like uh, there's, you know, things that ought to be coming next year that might do well based on acquisitions that they overpaid for. I would just avoid this. I don't know anything about it, but it looks very expensive to me. And uh, Interesting contract. And uh, that's all I have this week. Uh, over to... Uh, over to Vern. Vern but let's take a break Vern. right now. Oh, let's take a sure. break. Beverage. Cheers. Beverage break. Cheers. Uh, Vern Value. Well, I'm really looking forward to this this week because uh, I've got four interesting companies here from the heartland of the United States. Wow. I, there are, uh, there's a couple of them here from Ohio. Uh, one from Iowa and uh, one from Illinois. I'm going to start with the uh, one from Illinois. I've got, I mean, seriously, the auto and truck industry. This is where I'm going to, you know, want to invest money. Um, yeah. But I, there is actually a gem in here, and uh, uh, this is something that somebody told me I ought to take a look at. So I have actually looked at this. Uh, federal Signal. The symbol is uh, F for Federal. SS. Um, I think it's actually. What's the last? I think there were. For? I don't know, but I I think there were two companies. It's not. I mean, it sounds like a product, doesn't it? I get a federal signal, but I have a uh, United signal. <laughs> I think it's just two random names that got put together. Uh, it's a little uh, conglomerate. They they have four segments. It says here um, they make uh, warning devices like the uh, light bars on the top of police cars. Um, they uh, make fire rescue vehicles. Um, their their brand is Emergency One or E One. You may have heard of them. Um, they have an environmental segment that makes street sweepers, uh, sewer cleaning trucks, uh, whatever. And uh, and they have a tool group that makes consumable metal tooling, which uh, is clearly going to be uh, sold here. Management has uh, launched a uh, major effort to. Uh, reposition the company as a, um, as a, call it a safety and security play. Um, How's that going? On a pure play base. Well, it's early at this, uh, at this point. You're paying um, at 18 and a half bucks, uh, about a 20% premium to the market on value lines estimate. This is a 900 million market cap stock, but um, I, I would tell you at 12 times cash flow using, again, value lines numbers, uh, but I would tell you these numbers are too low. They're underestimating the uh, turn that's going to that's gonna occur here in uh, a, biz a big business. I don't know if it's their biggest business, but this uh, fire truck business, Emergency One, um, I, they're looking for it to earn, I believe, something like 4% operating margins this coming year. 
with a goal of getting into a 9 to 10 range uh, over a period of time, but probably justifying expectations for maybe a couple points a year for uh, – at least a couple years, uh, really seem to have turned the corner with that. Um, like I said, big emphasis on accelerating the top line around the comp uh, uh, overall throughout the company. Um, should have a pretty good pipeline of new products over the, the next 18 months. Uh, within that period of time, I'd look for them to sell this tool business, and then they uh, they really become sort of a unique investment vehicle at a time when uh, um, when public safety, homeland security is a very popular investment theme. Um, one of the reasons the value line numbers are too low, value line points out here that they're exiting a garbage truck business uh, that's really been a disaster in acquisition in 02. Don't let that turn you off. The current CEO didn't make that deal. Um, he's getting them out of it. It'll stem the bleeding. One of the reasons they show pretty healthy uh, earnings growth in uh, 2006 um, in value line is because of uh, the absence of uh, the losses of that business once they've sold it. But I think it probably explains a lot of the, uh, the gap that they've got there and really doesn't give a lot of credit to the rest of the business. While they lead off their, uh, their little write-up here by uh, saying that they think the company's gaining momentum. So I, I think there's uh, an old-fashioned uh, uh, upside earnings surprise kind of story brewing here. And uh, you can probably sustain, or even if the execution is good, Maybe even in, uh, get a bigger multiple because of the uh, interesting uh, investment theme. Enough federal signal. Well, do you value like that one or not? I'm a, not sure. I, oh, no, I like it. Uh, oh. Value line says a two, um, uh, 18 $18.5 stock, I, 25 easy, 30 maybe. I, you know, in, if, if they're not a guarantee. If they're executing the way I think they are, uh, you know, 18 months or something like that. Um, it really, I, it, they're they're doing a good job of getting the story out, and I think uh, people are, you know, kind of pulling for them to succeed. And so, if they look, it looks like it's going to work. Um, there's some other, um, you know, there's some other homeland security plays out there at uh, pretty fancy multiples. Um, I also want to uh, then um, spend um, a little bit of time talking about the tire and rubber industry because if you want to talk about value, um, their top pick and value line. Rated a two is Goodyear Tire. Um, There's about, nothing more uh, American than that. Uh, the world's largest, world's largest, world's largest tire manufacturer. Okay, um, two point nine billion market cap. They have five point four billion dollars of debt. Ouch. Okay, so a fifteen dollar stock price that is a forty percent discount to the market, and only according to Value Line, only three times cash flow. Three times cash flow okay so i've got that seems low i've got 5.4 billion dollars of debt so maybe i got a half a billion dollar annual interest uh bill according to value line um the company is going to earn nine percent operating margins uh but I, you know in the last 10 years they haven't been below six and a half so if i took seven on the 20 billion in revenue that the company generates i've got 1.4 billion dollars of pre-tax operating profit to pay my half Worst a case scenario, they cover, interest the, they bill. cover the interest bill. Yeah, I, it shouldn't be that tough. Uh, return on capital is up above cost of capital. According to Value Line, they've got some big fancy program going on to take a billion dollars of costs out by 2008. New product pipeline. 
uh, a lot of concern, it says here, about uh, higher raw material costs. And then they go on to explain that management's forecast for uh, how much they were going to go up was off by two percentage points. I mean, that's not a concern. Well, it's a, energy, it's a rounding error. Energy's got to be a big deal to their so, process. So uh, this looks – the stock's – been huge. I get they, you know, basically zero. I guess at the beginning of 2003, but uh, this looked huge. I very high risk, um, but uh, I, with the global economy on the mend, gotta like it. So I started looking at the rest of the industries. There's something else here that might be interesting, and so naturally drawn to value line five, Bandag. Bandag uh, ticker BDG. Um, good solid company. Been around long forever. Uh, very stable. Uh, trading in market multiples. Who's heard of that one? Raise your hands. <laughs> Ten times cash flow. You say, well, gee, you know, maybe that's interesting. Uh, of course, they don't earn their co- they don't earn cost of capital. These guys make uh, the, the components that are used to retread a tire and other re- re- recycle a, do people a still worn do that? out truck. T- absolutely, they do it. Uh, there's a lot of it going on. Are sales if, going up. If here? they have any exposure to uh, off the uh, off highway tire shortage and have been benefiting from it, it'll give them trouble. But uh, According to Value Line, their uh, products are used principally for trucks and buses. You know, the thing that got me is simply that it's at a market multiple, and earnings per share is around two and a half bucks. Where was it ten years ago? Three and a half bucks. Cash flow per share four dollars a share. Where was it ten years ago? Five dollars a share. The market grows, ladies and gentlemen. This company doesn't. It's uh. I, there's a great five. You know, it looks, it's a value trap is a good word for that. So um, stay away from it. But on the other hand, Cooper Tire rated a four by value line, about a billion or 900 million market cap. They have a, almost 700 million in debt. But it uh, looks like operating margins are stable, high single digits. Uh, these people do, this company does grow. Uh, at 15 bucks, it's about seven times cash flow. But it's not as risky as the situation. Goodyear is like their debt to ca- their uh, debt to capital is like ninety nine percent or something, and at Cooper uh, Tire it's forty one percent according to Value Line. Uh, returns are kind of crummy, but um, uh, I don't see uh, going I don't, up. Anyway. I don't see a lot of downside here. Um, raw material costs have been a problem, so maybe you can get some upside to the numbers from that. It says here that they've entered the market in China by buying a company. Um, gives them a toehold there, and they can maybe use it as a source to be more competitive um, in their uh, home markets. I, I don't. This isn't as attractive to me as a good year at three times because maybe this is only worth nine times cash flow, but looks pretty like a pretty solid additional idea. Maybe to diversify the risk at Goodyear, I'd buy both of them and uh, hope that uh, both of them work out. So um, see a lot of value this week in the tire industry. Especially good year at three times cash flow, and uh, I think Federal Signals a story that Value Line could have done a little more homework on. Okay, well, let's see. I wanted to uh, summarize uh, what I talked about, but uh, I'm not really. Oh, here we go. Hutchinson, we like Kinetic Concepts. That looks like a real. That's the best idea. That looks like a real opportunity, and I'm even though I don't know anything about it. It looks like a like like a great street will discover Uh, it. Arthrocare looks like a cell, which they've got a rated a one, so that's a contrary view. <laughs> and Analogic looks like a four. That's yeah, all I had this like week. Looks like a four. Okay. Uh, this is uh, Val Hughes. Thanks for listening in, everybody. Burn value. Aloha.